Welcome to the Anatomy of an Ad podcast. I'm Amy Houston, Senior Reporter here at The Drum. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Rani Patel and Josh Tenser, who co-founded creative agency Calling earlier this year. They've been working on a brilliant and important campaign for mental health company, The Self Space, which invited people to write open letters about their various mental health struggles to be displayed on billboards all over London. Here, we talked to the creative duo about the care that went into this campaign and what they hope people's reactions will be. Cool, let's just get started. So I think to begin with, it'd be great if you could both introduce yourself to our listeners. Rani, I'll go to you first. Yeah, hi, so I'm Rani, um, one of the founders and managing director of Callim. Hey, I'm Josh, uh, a founder and ECD here at Callim. Nice, it's so nice to speak to you both. Um, and you guys obviously started calling last year and already you're working with some super cool brands. How's it all been going so far? So we actually launched in January, January 4th um, of this year. So it's only, we turned five months on May the 4th. So it's it's been um, it's been an awesome journey so far. It's been pretty, like, I would say, fast pace and... Um, just unexpected, like how we've kind of launched with three brands mm-hmm. in January. And now we can say that we're working with five brands. Um, and we are based in Bethnal Green and we have a, a core team here in London of 11. So it's been, um, exhilarating, I guess. It's been, it's been amazing to kind of be part of so far. Yeah. I feel like my, my primary, nugget around starting an agency is that uh, um excitement and terror are mm-hmm. adjacent <laughs> emotions yes like, yeah. <laughs> i can like, imagine it feels you know like like the excitement bit feels amazing it's what 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 i found apparent is that calling really stands for something and therefore it stands against other things and honestly very few places do that these days in in my experience for all the different reasons that there's no need to go into but when you stand for something it really helps you stand out and and you know we're not for every brief for example Mm -hmm. and I'm not afraid for us to say that because the opposite of that case is very powerful which is when a client is looking for the thing that we offer there is a very sort of magnetic kind of chemistry there mm-hmm. when you know the the two the two kind of right you know right parties meet you you, you know we, we've really clicked with with a very certain type of brief or, or client and I thought that's how we've managed to have our fast start but I also find it really really heartening which is that you know in this world of turmoil and mess you can start a mission-led vision-led business Mm-hmm. And it welcomed by so many people. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think, you know, the transparency and honesty that you've just said there, you're not for everybody. That's really refreshing. Like that's not, not everybody says that. So I think that's just super cool. And I'm excited to see what happens with you guys like going forward. Yeah, the reception has been awesome. Like from clients, from our peers, from young talent, existing talent. Um, The feedback that we've kind of received is like, this is, the type of creative company that they've been 
people have been wanting to see in the industry. And yeah, and I think to Josh's point, it's been extremely exciting and terrifying because what we're trying to do is say that this is what advertising needs to be. And as a result, we're 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 repositioning the industry and therefore, yeah, as Josh says, we have to stand out. Definitely. And you know, the project that we're here to speak about today. Um, is for the self space and Rani we've been speaking about this for a wee while now so I'm super excited that it's finally coming out um, for anyone that doesn't know the self space is a on-demand high street mental health service um, what were the sort of initial conversations like with them what kind of brief did they come to you with um, I I went to them with work actually oh nice was, I mean um you know, we officially opened our doors on the 4th of Jan this year, but there was a brief period at the end of last year where I was like, you know, on my on my own for a little bit, waiting for Rani, doing some stuff, sorting mm-hmm. out our, our creds and our brand and general stuff like that. And I was going to a meeting in Shoreditch and I literally walked past their flagship store and read the sign outside which said like walk-in therapy and I walked in and I said what's this about and they went therapy and I went what for real and I had a chat to someone <laughs> about it and I'm like look who, who does your advertising really long story short they put me in touch with the founder chance and um yeah I um I'd written an idea that I, that I just thought you know it'd be really really good for them and we just hit it off straight off the bat and and sort of bought the work first and the relationship came later, you know. Yeah. It was just really kind of chance kind of kind of thing that day and and a bit of a you know a cheeky ask from me and, and a really kind of, you know, like I said, meeting of minds with the people at self space. Yeah. And it it really was a meeting of minds because obviously that initial kind of Josh just popping in and saying hi and being like oh, I've got this ad agency, we'd love to do some advertising for you. Like, actually, it was, what do you call it, serendipitous? That, serendipitous, yeah. Yeah, that like, they really leaned into our offering, as call him. Mm-hmm. And I think Josh and I both have an affinity with the brand, even though we've never actually engaged with the brand, mm-hmm. because we both value mental health and we both have been on our own sort of journeys around wellness and like, and what does it mean to feel safe mentally in order to create mm-hmm. the work that we create. And one of our ethos is that calling is like self-identifying in the work. And sometimes that's looking at the joy and the trauma of who you are and um, being really open and candid and being really vulnerable. And for us, I think there was just a natural synergy that like the way that we create here at Calling and what they are doing is inviting people to be more vulnerable in the most safest way. Um, and more truthful. And more truthful, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so, obviously, the campaign doesn't actually launch till next week, so no one will have really seen it yet. Could you guys maybe describe exactly what it is? Yeah, of course. I mean, so, like, for context, um, you know, I'd written a really amazing mental health campaign a few years ago called Bring Get Talking mm-hmm. uh, in a former former agency and in, in partnership with ITV, Mind and Young Minds. And, um, you know, that was an extremely pr- pr- proud moment for me. It went on to have become the most recognized mental health campaign yep. ever in the UK. It's super mm-hmm. amazing. But my my beef has always been what's next. And, and you know, 
bring it talking is all about awareness. And now there is an awful lot of awareness that I think that opened the door to a lot of other brands and organizations and people just saying mental health is a thing, anxiety and depression are a thing, many other forms of the spectrum of mental health are a thing. And we're all like aware now. And and that's amazing. But I think for me, and this is really one of my issues to scratch with calling is what's next, right? Yeah. Awareness isn't enough. Like we want change or nuance or the thing that takes awareness and 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 pushes it forwards, you know, to mm. create change. And so I found like and done a lot of research around the nuances of mental health. I found this stat um at the end of last year where um it said that I I I pray see nine out of ten people in the UK with a mental health issue have suffered from stigma and discrimination. So that's 90% of people. Wow. Yeah. Literally that. It is mad. Feel stigmatized or discriminated against. And what obviously what that does is when you feel stigmatized, you 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 hide, right? Yeah. So you don't talk about the things that are, you know, um causing you to suffer from stigma. And of course, the absolute route one journey to worse mental health is to not talk. And so what I wanted to provoke with open letters for cell space was like action, not just awareness. And so what we did was, you know, to combat stigma, you know, we decided openness was the, was the weapon of choice. Mm -hmm. And we, um, we reached out to um, the general public and asked for open entries, like, like open letters about mental health, could be whatever, whatever people wanted to write on any, kind of um, nuance around around their mental health and we had literally hundreds of letters sent in some handwritten some with photos some typed out at great lengths some briefs some sad some heartbreaking some really punchy to you know like not not even appropriate for you know um the billboard campaign that we etc etc amazing spectrum and we took these open letters and the centerpiece of the campaign is that they've been turned into public billboards. So it's like what I would say a radical act of yeah. openness, you know, using like billboard media on the streets of London to to um collect these deeply intimate and personal letters. Um and then each letter the the writer was then photographed by an amazing collaborator of ours, um, Charlie Cliffs, who's an amazing portrait photographer. Mm-hmm. So you get these stunning portraits and letters, each with a different thematic, in a billboard campaign across London. And then, last but not least on this, because it's an integrated campaign, we worked with um, Newland Films, and a really amazing London and uh, Sweden-based production company, and a documentary director there called Libby Burke Wild. And we took one of the letters and um did a sort of a dramatized adaptation for film. So it was the actual words of the letter, but there's um, you know, uh, a cast bringing it to life and and you know, some situations that are interpreted from, from the content of the letter. So um yeah, billboards and um online film. There's a lot of different aspects to it, and I wondered as well, obviously such a big focus is on the out-of-home element. Why was it so important to have it so, like, in your face and for, for everyone to see? Why was the out-of-home element important? Um, I think I think it just goes to the heart of what we're trying to do, which is um, 
to show that there's no shame in yeah speaking about the way we think and, and yeah. feel. I mean, um, it, it's a it's a personal in, insight, really. But I've noticed that you know, in my ups and downs with mental health, which we don't need to go into too much on this call. But if I've ever I've said something like, "Oh, I felt like this one time," and I went and saw someone some time. Whenever I've ever said that in 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 a, in a room, oftentimes like a day later, someone will text me and go like, "Really?" Um, and then what? And you find that just by almost like being the first one on the dance mm-hmm. floor, like boldens people yeah. if they've got any reservations to. I've seen someone do it first, like emboldens people to talk about their own state of mind. And I just feel this is doing that on a sort of a grand public scale where you've got multiple people who are doing it you know, 20 foot tall on a giant billboard in the middle of London. And I feel it's like leading by example, creating change by example. Yeah. I think we both had that experience. It's like breaking that glass. Like I've been on my own journey around mental health and and the industry. And like, um, I think in the industry itself, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of suffering from some sort of like mental health imbalance and needing some mental health maintenance but it's not talked about and um, it's like a, it's a socialized thing. We're socialized not to talk about it. And I guess what we're trying to do in culture is like socialize everyone to talk about it. And there could be more, a more radical way to do it by literally putting it on a billboard and say, now what? Yeah. What's next? And I think Mm. even you guys coming on here and being so open, you know, if there's one person that listens to this and, talks to a mate or whatever then that's helpful it all helps um obviously you mentioned that the people that wrote the letters were then photographed for the billboards you know what was it like working with them so I think for us it was really important so just when we talk about how we selected the writers there was obviously support given to them and they were kind of workshopped and it was facilitated in a space with therapists for us um taking it through to execution with the photography, it was really important that we did the same in terms of creating a safe space. So all of the individuals were really um, open and positive about being part of the campaign, of course. But it was our duty to make sure that they were safeguarded throughout the process. So Mm -hmm. it was a close set. Charlie, our photographer, is well-versed in kind of um, working within kind of mental health campaigns and and working with different subjects with different sort of um, backgrounds. And we had a therapist on set. um, And it was really important that, A, the different talent were aware of that and that the therapists were briefed on the different kind of um, what the themes of the letters of the talent was. And therefore was kind of primed and ready if there were anything that was triggering happening during the set around conversations or anything like that to support them. I think it's something at calling that we just take really like we consider highly, which is that part of the creative process can be a joyful but also traumatic process. And trauma can happen in lots of different ways. It's part of our everyday existence. So for us, facilitating that safe space is really important. So Having a therapist on a therapy brand shoot obviously makes sense, but it's actually how we run all of our productions is that we have a therapist on set because the work that we do, like we say, stands for something. And often it means having to stand against some of the most challenging issues in society 
and inviting different collaborators and talent into that space, um, we have to ensure that it's a safe space and that we can facilitate it. Um, So just like we look at who's the best DOP for this shoot, we're looking at who's the best therapist for this as well. Right. That's so interesting. I mean, I've spoke to a lot of agencies throughout the years and I've never heard of a therapist being on set, but now that you've said it, it makes total sense, especially when it's tricky subjects that are being covered. Necessary. And I think like there's a developing um, narrative around, you know, um, the role of talent and cast in adverts, you know, especially as we move beyond metaphorical advertising where we cast actors to enact, you know, imaginary situations and into our style of work, which is often rooted a lot more in truth and documentary and, you know, like kind of heightened documentary kind of stuff. You know, the role of talent, you know, the conversation needs to evolve. You know, they're not people that we use to create a great image for a brand. It it, it can't be that way. And, And I feel that there has to be a really you know, responsible and careful connection between, you know, ourselves, the talent and the brand. And the best brands now are starting to really get that. The brands that we're working with, you know, are kind of proactively demanding this kind of duty of care Mm -hmm. as well. So it feels like, you know, just obviously it's behind the camera, but it is a great conversation to open up within the industry. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Like my my mine and Josh's big ambition is that when we're when we're big enough and we can we can support it is to have an in house therapist to call in because I I think it's really important I think for us because we're forever asking people to come into work and be vulnerable to create a really vulnerable thing um, and people have lives beyond the work that they do and it impacts them in so many ways anyway yeah. <laughs> no I think that's actually a great idea. Right. You don't need to see enough creative reviews to know that, to know that it's a vulnerable experience. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. I, I come from an art school yeah. background, so I totally get it as well. Um, what are you, so obviously it's launching next week. What are you hoping and expecting people's reactions going to be to these billboards and the film? I would, you know, I would love just to, obviously for it to, to you know, get traction over and above the media buy and all the usual stuff that we would want from any sort of piece of advertising work. But I would really love, you know, in terms of outcomes beyond just get it famous and make people see it. It's this idea of next, Amy, you know, it's, 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 you know, yes, awareness is amazing, but what's next? And you'll see from the letters that each one was chosen because it had a very specific theme you know mm. for example grief and loss or for example you know um postpartum depression mm. or for example just like like love and how that intersects with young masculinity mm-hmm. and and what you get when you when you find the right thematics is you get new language people write this stuff down and and they've found new ways to add nuance and depth to the way that they're feeling and that is next for me that's what that's what goes like from i've got anxiety to well that's not just some blanket thing here's a whole bunch of new language and nuance and and depth of understanding that we build into that particular issue for example and um 
what that does is it it normalizes the way that you know we feel about these things which i think is is super powerful but it also helps create a much more nuanced conversation around anybody any anyone in the community that's that's engaging with this campaign and it goes beyond just like you know like emily's got anxiety to emily feels a specific bunch of things right and that humanizes and and it actually pushes the conversation forward with kind of more detail and if we can like if we can do a bit of that but like hallelujah I'm, i'm super happy yeah i think um everything that josh says i think for me it's it's having as many it's opening up as many conversations excuse the pun even if people don't quite get it or they don't like it like I want to hear the challenging points of view why we be talking about mental health but for me it's a marker of time that we're in this state in the world where we can't openly talk about our mental health but for me it's looking back in five years time and being like Josh, you remember that time we did the billboard and got people to talk about their mental health and now everyone walks around just chatting about their mental health. Like when someone literally says, and it's a British thing, how are you? Someone can actually go, do you know what? I'm not feeling 100% and I've been feeling really anxious and I think it's because of this. Like it's when when it changes how we're, how we're socialising and we look in five years' time, we're like, do you remember when it was such a taboo to tell someone that you had an anxiety attack this morning or that you're feeling really depressed and low or, you know, you've got a newborn but you're not really sure how to feel about that? That's when that's the bit that I'm really looking forward to because mm-hmm. for sure it's part of a new stage in society, a new kind of way of interacting and experiencing life and experiencing each other. That's the bit that I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and just the the new perspectives. There's a letter on on grief. Um, um, a, a lady um, lost her father, and there's a complexity around it that's in the letter. But you know, like you would go, oh, you know, there's been a loss in her family, therefore she's sad. Mm. And what, what, right? And what, um, you know, um, what transpires in in her writing is that, yeah, of course she's, of course she's sad. But she's also angry, and she's also relieved, mm. and and this like like and she just outs it, you know. In yeah. some ways, I'm glad. and in some ways, like I'm really freaking wow. mad at you. In mm-hmm. Some ways, like I'm heartbroken. In some ways, you know, and it, it's just um, I think it's something we intuitively all know because you know when when you see it in black and white, you understand it. Yeah. Um, but it's just outing the words, you know, is really powerful and and. You know, oftentimes when you read something and it just makes sense, that's when you know that you kind of, you've struck the right note. So mm. yeah, very, you know, very interested to yeah. put these kind of thoughts out there and see how they travel. We want people to feel seen. Part of our kind of um, casting, casting, but our kind of considerations when we were looking at the stories was that this stigma obviously... Um, impacts the more marginalized you are so the more intersex you sit on the more discriminated and marginalized you are so for us it's like showing that spectrum of people Mm -hmm. and where they sit in society and what defines them or what makes them them is is like the other thing like I want someone to walk I want as many people to walk past the billboards and feel seen 
Definitely. And I think you guys are so right in what you're saying. You know, mental health is so nuanced and there is so many layers to it. And it isn't just one size that fits all. And I think given the vocabulary to people outside of just I'm anxious, I'm depressed is so important. And I'm really excited actually to see how people react to it. Um, so yeah, exciting times. But I think that's probably a good place to leave it on, guys. I feel like we've been chatting for absolutely ages now. Um so thank you so much. It was really interesting to hear what's going on behind the scenes and what you guys kind of stand for. And yeah, thanks so much. Thank you very much for having us. Yeah, thank you, Amy. What thank a pleasure. You.